Bet you didn't see this coming. If you're watching, you probably didn't know this was going to happen. If you're Brooke or we got Sean in the back, they might have known. But, like, we're going to keep it real. I got a shirt on, and I'm not wearing <laughs> pants. So that's how we're doing this podcast. This is live. This is going out there. So if y'all aren't this watching awesome. on YouTube, you might be missing out. You're listening to the Vegans Who Lift podcast with John Thomas and Brooke Sellers. In each episode, our hosts get real about the world of competitive bodybuilding and answer your questions on several different topics. So here are your hosts, John Thomas, the bodybuilding vegan, and Brooke Sellers, Miss Meatless Muscle. This is the Vegans Who Lift podcast. Today we have Brooke Sellers and myself, John Thomas, and we're going to be talking about all things vegan and lifting, getting our origin stories out. Wow, that actually sounded really good. I'm glad that we were recording because I was just making that up as I went. But what's up, Brooke? (laughs) (laughs) What's up? I am so, so excited for this. We've been talking about doing a project forever together, and now we're finally making it happen, and I'm just so excited, and it's going to be so real so raw. We have so many good things planned. I just cannot wait. I'm so excited. Heck yes. Hell yes. We can cuss on this podcast. We can do whatever yes, whatever the fuck we want because it's ours. Anyways, we are brought to you by Vegans Explore Network. So that is, by my knowledge, run by Sean, our producer. And we are, we are trying to broadcast a little bit more about ourselves um, some of the struggles we've been through. We're gonna we're gonna give you guys like the real story, the good and the bad on bodybuilding, veganism, the world, and really really try and bring some value to you from what your what your standpoint is from a, from a listener's perspective. And yeah, so this is gonna be just a, a rough run through. You're gonna get to know me and Brooke. We've known each other for uh, what like two three years now. It's it's been yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah, I I first met John because I was competing and I was a few weeks out from my first show and I'd been following him forever. Um, I tell you this all the time. I'm like, I followed you. And when I first followed you, you had like 11,000 followers. And I'm like, I don't know how this guy doesn't have over 100K. I mean, he's just, he's awesome. He posts such good content. And I was freaking out about my show. So I messaged John <laughs> to get some feedback and some advice from him. And he was very encouraging. And then we've just been best friends ever since then i mean we're almost like the same person (laughs) yeah like the male and female version of the bodybuilding vegan or the meatless muscle like our entities could go either way um i i wanted to put it out there i got your shirt on because one yes for you um and also support want to save many they they make all these awesome vegan apparel items and a hundred percent of the profits are donated to animal charity. So I had to shout that out, but you were really influential in getting me to where I'm at now. I do have a bigger following. I hopefully haven't grown my head too big, but I, I know that I wouldn't be here without you. And it was kind of funny when you reached out to me, like, Hey, my coach is telling me to do this. What do you think? And I was like, Whoa, she's actually <laughs> reaching out to me. Like, <laughs> little old me like okay cool I'll, I'll i'll try and give her uh some advice but yeah so probably almost two years and, and i i've known for like at least a year now i wanted to do something bigger than just the bodybuilding vegan that that's me if you go on instagram that's how you'll find me it's the bodybuilding vegan but i'm kind of a i'm a one-man show like i i collab with a lot of people but i haven't done a big project 
on this level or this capacity. And I'm, I'm really honored to have you, someone I've looked up to for a while, someone that's helped me a lot learning about coaching and just kind of how to navigate this vegan world, especially on social media. And then also with the Vegan Explore Network, really get our reach out there. So I think we're, we're really, I don't know, like this is episode zero. Like I cannot wait to see episode 100 and see where this journey takes us. So same. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I've been an entrepreneur solo forever. And um, I mean, we've always talked through, I mean, thrown around ideas of something we could do together. And I think this will be really fun. And it's a way to also just connect with our people on a deeper level, more so than you can do through an Instagram post or a live or a story. This is just so much deeper than that. And we could just provide so much value from our own experience. So yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm so excited. So what's going to set us apart? I mean, we're vegan, so we're already a little bit weird by normal standards there. We're bodybuilders. So that's also going to be considered weird by normal standards. So already we're like in this Venn diagram of weirdness. Um, What I think our biggest value, if you're listening to this, what we can offer you, granted, it is our own opinions. This is, you know, we're not necessarily speaking for every vegan or every bodybuilder, but we can keep it real and keep it a little serious at times. Like, I think we can talk about death. We can talk about breakups. We can talk about abuse. Uh, but at the end of the day, we can, we can also have some fun. And like I said, we're going to keep it real. So I bet you didn't see this coming. If you're watching, you probably didn't know this was going to happen. If you're Brooke or we got Sean in the back, they might've known, but like, we're going to keep it real. I got a shirt on and I'm not wearing <laughs> pants. So that's how we're doing this podcast. This is live. This is going out there. So if y'all aren't this watching awesome. on YouTube, you might be missing out. You might have had a chance to see the bodybuilding vegan in his underwear. Not that I'm almost <laughs> half naked on stage anyways, but yeah, there. Um, all right. Yeah. So. I mean, I think that's the difference between us. This is not just going to be another podcast where we have um, influencer after influencer on and we're just interviewing them, asking them the same questions. How did you go vegan? How did you get into your sport? You know, we've all heard this stuff before. So this is going to be very different in that. We're going to be talking about all sorts of things that are going to raise some eyebrows, like Don said, abuse, trauma, PEDs, uh, recreational drugs, psilocybin, marijuana, all of it. So um, I am so excited to to get into it and just really give people a, a better idea of who we are, you know, just give people some really, really good information and something that's entertaining other than, you know, just your regular interview style podcast. Yeah, we're here to break that like social media mold of only posting your highlights, only talking about the best times. Like, I'll tell you about when I was depressed. I'll tell you about when I was engaged and then not. And I'll tell you about, do I use drugs? Yeah, I do. Are they steroids? Maybe. You got to find out. Got to keep watching. Uh, What about psilocybin? Other recreational drugs? Um, Marijuana? I mean, there's, there's a lot that we can put out there that people can benefit from. And then also talking about some of the positives from those like psilocybin for me has, has put me in a really positive light, but then bodybuilding, how is bodybuilding? Does it give me body dysmorphia? You're damn right. I'm 230 pounds, but I feel like I'm 130 pounds. Like, I mean, there's a lot we can go into for you listening. If you got topics, you know, we, we have a whole list, but if you feel there's something that we really need to cover, go ahead and send it to us. Uh, we are like Brooke said, we are going to be having some people on. We got some, we already got some really cool people lined up for y'all. Like oh, this yeah. is this is a legit podcast. We got 12 episodes planned out for you. Um, but 
we might be able to squeeze something else in. So without getting too long-winded, because I feel like I could probably talk all day other than bathroom breaks, let's let's get into our origin story. Um, yeah, let's do it. So not to be confused, you know, I'm wearing the the meatless muscle shirt, but this is this is Brooke's shirt. This is meatless Miss Meatless Muscle's brand, her identity. But what was Miss Meatless Muscle before she was Miss Meatless Muscle? Where did where did where did Brooke grow up? Where did where how where'd you come from? What'd you do? How'd you get to where you are now? Give us give us your story, Brooke. Yeah, good question. And I think this is going to be really good because I feel like we both have so many similarities, but we also have a lot of differences. So, you know, before I went vegan, I was um, your typical carnivore. I mean, and most of my life, I had really bad eating habits. I grew up a fat kid. I was bullied all throughout school. That was actually my nickname was the fat girl. That's what they called me in middle school. <laughs> they probably didn't even know my name. Um, and it was, it was really hard, but you know, my whole family was overweight and obese. So I really didn't think anything about it until I started getting picked on at school. And then, you know, it kind of got out of control. My health started to catch up with me when I was in college. I had terrible asthma. I was on three medications and, um, I could hardly sleep at night because my lungs would rattle and, um, I'd walk around the campus, get to my class, be so out of breath that I'd have to stop catch my breath. And I'd be so embarrassed because I didn't want anyone to see me like basically, you know, trying to get my life together, um, after walking like 200 yards, you know? So I just decided I needed, like, I needed a change, something, you know, ha had to give because I was miserable. None of my clothes were fitting. I went from wearing to like a large to an extra large to a double XL, double XL was getting tight. So I'm like, this is ridiculous. You know, I can't, I can't keep letting myself go this way. I'm going to end up sick. I'm going to end up unhealthy. And I already was, you know, for someone being in their early twenties. So I went to the gym, um, on my birthday, I signed up at planet fitness and that's where it all started. Um, I had no idea what I was doing, no idea, but I just went and I just would do all the machines and I lost a pretty good amount of weight. So I started teaching myself more and more, you know, about exercise science, like how to actually properly work out, progressive overload. So I started making some pretty good progress. And then I eventually stumbled upon What the Health on Netflix. And me, you know, I'm a carnivore. I'm eating eggs. I'm eating meat. I mean, I'm like, I am that typical person who was like, oh, I, I could never go vegan. There, I mean, I respect it. And I truly did. My whole life, I had a friend who was vegetarian. I respected it. I thought it was so cool. I loved animals, but I was just like, I can never do that, you know? So I'm on Netflix. I see this title, What the Health? And to me, that that piques my interest because I'm so health-focused. I just started working out. I lost a lot of weight. I had no idea what it was going to be. But after watching it, there was just no going back. You know, it's just that that information just stuck with me. And then seeing um, Dominion on YouTube, which is just terrible. It's like the slaughterhouse footage. I felt so hypocritical. I'm like, here I am saving rescue animals. You know, I'm all, of, I was that big rescue dogs, you adopt, don't shop, but yet I'm eating animals. How does that make sense? So, you know, overnight I went vegan. Um, I wasn't one of those people who oh, I'll cut out fish first or, oh, I'll cut out milk or and then I'll cut out the next thing, like literally cold turkey. I'm like, I don't know how the hell I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it. 
and I went vegan and I, I've been vegan ever since. And so I was already working out. And so I just had to like adapt my vegan diet to what I was already doing. And I started building a lot of muscle. Wait, had- wait. So you, you didn't build all your muscle first and then just maintain it as a vegan. Uh, no. So I was, I was pretty small when I went vegan because I had lost a lot of weight, but I was like a cardio bunny. Um, Uh, but see, after I went vegan, I put on 12 pounds of muscle. See, everybody's like, Oh, you got big and then you went vegan. No, see, like even, even for in your, in your journey, you still build muscle as a vegan, but. Oh yes. I've made the most progress being vegan. You know, is it, I don't know if it's, you know, the progressive, I mean, it is a combination of a lot of things, progressive overload sleep. I've obviously spent more time doing it, but when I first started training before I was vegan, I would just go do sprints on the treadmill. I did do the machines, but I wasn't training with intention. I didn't really know what I was doing. By the time I went vegan, I really knew what I was doing. And then I could implement a plant-based diet in the best way possible. Like I said, I built, I built 12 pounds of muscle and that's actually when I became a personal trainer. I was already vegan. So yeah, that's how that's how Meatless Mrs. Meatless Muscle came to be. And then, you know, I just um I started having people ask me for help. And I was like, you know, I'll just make an Instagram page, like, you know, see, see what happens. I totally just thought this will be like a fun little side gig. Cause I was working at a bank. I was miserable. And I was just like, this will give me some purpose. This will be something fun, a little fun side project that I can do while I'm working. That'll that'll give me a little bit of passion back. And within three jo- three months, I was able to quit my job because it just took off. Like there wasn't a lot of female vegan muscle chicks on the scene when I first started. So my page just it grew a lot, and I was I was able to take on a ton of clients and help a lot of people. And that's how meatless muscle was born. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do see a lot of similarities. I, I don't know if I knew that you were a personal trainer. Um, so that's, that's cool. I knew I'd find out some new things about you doing this podcast together. Um, I have a few things that I just wanted to like cover, like for example, yeah. you were really honest about like being called the fat girl. Like, that that still probably even today stings a little bit and absolutely i hope one of them is listening and i hope we can forgive them because maybe you wouldn't be who you are now if that hadn't happened but i would like to work towards a world where that doesn't have to happen for the future generations kids can be so mean um yeah yeah, but. kids could be very mean. I know. Well, I will say some of the boys who bullied me are in my DMs now. I mean, there's not a chance that's going to happen. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Ooh. I'll just leave it at that. But, um, yeah, you know, I know people grow. And I do I do really believe that oftentimes the bullies, they're, they have bad home lives. You know, I, I would know. never go to school and bully anybody. But my mom loved me and taught me not to do that. So I just have to think, you know, maybe nobody's taught them to treat people how you want to be treated. So, you know, forgive and forget, but I'm with you. I really hope that the world can be more inclusive of people and that bullying won't be an issue for kids because I know you also were bullied and that's a big driver for you in your fitness journey. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I will get into my story in just a second. Funny. 
I'll throw them out there. I went to school with the middle school with this guy named Matt and um, one too many yo mama jokes. I took it really seriously at the time. And I, I like stomped on his backpack and I ripped the fuzz. You remember when you had your CD player and you had the plug in headphones and they had fuzz. I ripped yes. the fuzz and he ran and told the principal that they pulled us in. It's actually supposed to be the day that we were going to adopt some dogs from like a dog sanctuary. And like, I thought my mom was going to like call off the dog adoption because I got sent to the principal's office trying to defend her honor. But this kid picked on me a little bit. <laughs> Craziest thing. We're Facebook friends now later. Went to the same high school. But he's vegan. He used to make fun of me for being a vegetarian. And like 15 years later, he's like, yeah, I'm vegan. And I'm like, well, people can change. So, yeah. you know, hopefully, hopefully any of those people out there, if you were a bully, I don't know if you'd even know if you are, but people can change. It takes time to see things through through different eyes. He ended up having a daughter, so maybe that gave him some perspective on life and the value of life. I don't know. Anyways, he's a cool dude now. Um, I didn't love him in sixth grade, but yeah, well, we live and we grow. Um, anything else you want to cover on your side or you want me to jump into mine? Yeah, I, th I think that's it for for what we have today. I'm sure, you know, we'll talk more in the future but yeah i'm i'm curious to hear about you because um and i think it'll be helpful for people too because i'm sure there's people who like you start out as vegetarian and they really want to go vegan but they don't know how to get there so i think that will be really helpful for some people yeah you flipped that switch i'm i was not quite as fast so yeah let's let's go into me um i'm 31 i was born in gainesville florida funny Gainesville get it I, oh, I, love I was it. like 10 years into the gym when I first heard somebody make that joke and I was like oh I never even thought of it because like I lived there the whole time so anyways um I think I was always inclined to be vegan I think like in my heart I think most of us are like none of us inherently love just seeing animals get killed at a young age so when I was four my dad took me fishing and part of the process of fishing if you want to eat the fish is you have to take them out of the water and kill them four-year-old me didn't know that until i saw it happening in front of me on the dock i threw myself on the ground and threw a fit i don't remember all of this but both my parents corroborated the story i do remember not eating fish that day and my dad ended up throwing them back in the water and so when it was I, I think that's a big thing for a lot of people like you with your vegetarian friend like if you actually went to the slaughterhouse that day with your vegetarian friend you probably would have been vegetarian that day i think i would have around 10 or 11 years old still not vegetarian still thinking that it's totally normal to eat meat but my dad took me hunting and there were squirrels and i was like i am not equipped mentally to kill a squirrel like i i, I don't want to kill a squirrel but i don't want to let my dad down either so i'll just shoot in the dirt and that'll be what happens there luckily somehow we found no squirrels that day so neither letting him down nor killing a squirrel happened but I knew, I knew at that time that it just didn't, it wasn't something I wanted to take part in. And I wasn't like a huge meat lover. I remember like at that age, like still 10 or 11, like there were certain meats that I would eat and then certain ones, like they would have like sinew or like chewy bits in there. And I thought that was weird. And what's interesting is I know a few autistic people and they won't eat meat based on texture either. So they're kind of like vegetarians just by default, but I digress back to me. So about actually... I must have been before that, that we went hunting. It must have been eight or nine because around 10 years old, uh, my best friend came over and we were supposed to have hamburgers from McDonald's because her mom would bring us lunch every day. And I 
was about to eat and she's like you shouldn't eat that you're killing a you're killing a cow and i was like what that's normal though like every everybody does it like it's not that big of a deal and so i know that day i didn't change but she like planted this little seed in my in my head and i was bullied i was heavily bullied at that time for my looks and so like my hair at the time i had long hair in the back so they told they used to call me like rat tail kid and things like that and my teeth like they would make fun of my teeth like rabbit rabbit teeth or whatever so mostly for the hair though i'd get i'd get bullied a lot even by girls like girls are like i won't date him his hair is longer than mine i'm like damn okay well whatever people hate how i look but i didn't want to change how i looked because my dad had long hair too so i was like kind of trying to do it for him anyways I was definitely not going to become an, a public vegetarian because that's just another thing that people make fun of me for. So I was like, yeah. well, in my head, I'll be vegetarian because I don't want to kill animals, but I'm okay killing fish, I guess. I'm okay killing turkey because I love turkey. And so one day I'm sitting down eating fish and I'm like, mm, this just feels wrong. I'm not going to do it anymore. And then Thanksgiving rolled around however many years ago probably about 20 years ago. And I looked at the turkey on the table and I was like, not this year. All right. So I'm vegetarian at this point. I'm cool. I'm vegetarian. I'm good. I'm doing everything right. And I thought that was all there was to it. And then three years later, I read a PETA magazine and learned that dairy cows are still killed and turned into hamburgers and that male chicks are, are killed in uh, big meat grinders. Like there's just a lot of evils to the dairy industry that I didn't, I didn't, perceive and people still ask me this question why aren't you vegetarian like they don't actually kill the animals but they do so i was like yeah i'll go vegan i'll try it for a week two days in i had some peanut m&ms didn't really think that oh yeah chocolate has milk too so i failed i wasn't perfect from the start and then that week has ended up being about 17 18 years give or take um once i once i went down that path i didn't change and so yeah that it's it's like once you see it i don't know how you could unsee it and not everybody's yeah. seen it yet. So I try to I try to be open-minded. But where did the bodybuilding side come from? I used to wrestle. And then I found out about weightlifting. And that was a lot more fun to me. So around 15 was when I really, 15 years old, I really got into weightlifting. And I do think it was from the constant years of bullying. Like I was bullied from kindergarten through eighth grade. And then even in high school, I had people that would like bring up stories about me being bullied in middle school. And me being bullied in elementary school. And then they would talk about it in high school. I actually had two people that didn't know each other in high school. But one of them bullied me in middle school. And one of them bullied me in elementary school. And they became friends in high school because they bullied me. It's like <laughs> this weird web of, yeah. Wow. So I think I wanted to get strong so that people would just look at me. Like, I, I didn't want to go fight. Like, I didn't want to be an MMA fighter. Like, I didn't want to just know how to fight. I wanted to be so big and, and so strong that nobody would mess with me. They would just know not to mess with me. And then I ended up falling in love with the sport of bodybuilding and all of that. So I did my first show at about 21 years old. I had no freaking clue what I was doing. I destroyed my natural hormone production, ended up taking me down a path I did not expect to get on. Um, but that was, that was when I started my Instagram, kind of the same as you. I just thought it would be something fun to document my, my first prep. So if you scroll back about 3,000 posts, you'll see... <laughs> 20 year old me getting ready for a bodybuilding competition, having no clue what the hell he's doing. And then it, it kind of grew from there. I started putting out more lifting content. And then I finally was like, I can put out some food content and, and the account slowly grew. Still had no desire to do coaching or anything like that. Ended up uh, working in law enforcement for a bit. 
moved to Texas to work in finance for a bit, got laid off due to COVID, started working for my friend's small business where he taught me a lot of things. And my ex-fiance at the time was like, this person asked if you'll coach them. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm not a coach. And she was basically like, you're an idiot if you don't take this person's money. And I was like, all right, well, I'll try it. Start off with client number one, 50 bucks a month. <laughs> and <laughs> oh they quit gosh. after the first month. <laughs> but I picked up three more before that month was over. And now it's, it's slowly become my full-time thing. I've met a ton of amazing people. I just competed again a couple of weeks ago. And like I looked around the room. You were there, Brooke. And out of the 10 people in the room, only one had I met organically in person. And that was my former boss, who's now my business partner. But like Instagram allowed me to network and connect with so many people. And so that kind of brings me to where I'm at now. I'm a, I'm a full-time online fitness coach, uh, working really hard for 2024 to kind of branch out into other areas like this podcast, continue to grow with people in the real world like yourself. Um, I definitely want to see a lot more of you in 2024. And I've moved to Tampa, so I'm I'm full time in Tampa, and I think that kind of gets us up to speed on my path. And I guess the the the, the first eye opening was vegetarian, the second eye opening was vegan, but I do want to make this clear: by being vegan, you're not saving any animals. Just like when you walk down the street and you do not murder anyone, you're not saving anyone. You're just not murdering them. So I was Brent. I got to shout you out the the person that created Want to Save Many. He he encouraged me to donate. And I was like, I don't donate. I don't give anything back. And so that was like the third eye opening for me was that I'm not saving anybody by being vegan. I can actually save them by either putting in the work to save them, like going out and working on an animal sanctuary or raising money or awareness, but just not eating animals doesn't save any animals. So anyways, we are going to kind of wrap this up here. I don't know if you had any comments that you wanted to drop in. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that could be a whole nother podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I, I definitely feel like your story is is incredible, um, at least to me, like before I met you, especially because you you really started weight training and getting serious um, about your physique after you went vegan. Yes. And a lot of people in our space can't really say that. You know, a lot of people in our space had a really good physique before they went vegan. Um, so I think you are like a, tr a, a true testament of what can be done on a vegan diet. And um, yeah, I definitely feel like we'll dive a little bit deeper and um, actually be able to tell people, you know, the actual specifics of what we did when we go into, you know, our actual episodes so that people can apply it to their own lives and get the same results that we did. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Brooke did a really good job of putting that, I did not tell my story very chronologically. I, I vegetarian at 10, vegan at 13, started working out at 15. So any muscle that you see on me was not built by animal proteins. There was no animal proteins floating around in my system. Went from about 125 pounds up to my biggest about two, I might've touched 260 for a day after a cheat meal. So <laughs> you can build muscle as a vegan. Um, just go look at like horses and uh, elephants and other giant animals. Gorillas. Like, you know, Gorillas. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. So this, this just about wraps up like kind of our origin story. Really excited to bring this to you guys. Like, you know, we, we can't do this without you. So if you can, I don't, I don't know how all this works, but give, give ratings, give likes, shares, comments, views, subscribes, 
do all the stuff, all the things. Send this to your best friend. Send it to your mom. Send it to your kids if you got kids. And and we are going to involve you. We're going to have some behind-the-scenes stuff where we can bring you guys on and you can ask us questions. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But, again, big thank you to Sean. He's in, he's in the back right now. You won't see him. But he's here. He's listening. He's watching, kind of like Santa Claus. And um, <laughs> yeah. He he's gonna he's gonna do a lot for us and for the Vegan Explorer Network. So this is I'm just so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful. I think that's that's been my yeah. theme for 2023 is grateful. 2024 is gonna be grateful and growth. Um, and Brooke, you've been you've been so influential in my life, and I'm I'm so glad we're doing this. I think Aww. 12 episodes in is gonna fly by, and we're we're gonna have seasons two through 12, and then you know we'll be on the Joe Rogan podcast. You know we'll be we'll be able to dispel <laughs> all those vegan myths that that these people have put out there. You know so that's that's what we can do. So what's our yes. sign off gonna be? I brought us on, so you take us off. Oh boy. Well, Pressure. um, yeah. I mean, thank thank you guys so much for supporting us. Um between both of our platforms because we wouldn't be here without you and um like john said if there's anything that you want to see on the podcast please send it our way because this is all about you thanks so much sean for being an awesome producer and um really helping us take this podcast to the next level um and stay tuned because we've got so much good stuff coming for you guys so yeah like john said subscribe so you don't miss anything leave us some good ratings and we are going to take you through 2024 with tons of value, tons of knowledge, and um, hopefully we can make some make some change in the world. Yeah. The Vegans Who Lift, we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Vegans Who Lift podcast, part of the Vegans Explore Network. For show notes and information on how to leave feedback or ask questions, go to veganswholiftpodcast.com or email contact at veganswholiftpodcast.com. Today's episode was executive produced and edited by Sean Russell. For more information on the Vegans Explore Network, visit vegansexplore.com.